Greetings, and welcome to Little Readers Podcast, dedicated to literacy, listening skills, comprehension, and a love of reading. Today, our story is entitled, All for Me and None for All, written by Helen Lester and illustrated by Lynn Munsinger in 2012, published by Houghton Mifflin Books for Children Division. The setting of our story today is the countryside. That means outside the city. This story is another example also of personification. Do you remember talking about personification? That's where the author gives voices and feelings to things that do not really have them. The main character today is a greedy hog named Gruntly. The minor characters include a Yorkshire Terrier named Yorkie, two other types of hogs named Hampshire and Berkshire. There's a lamb named Woolworth, a chicken named Cluck, appropriately, and a big brown bear who's a park ranger. Let's begin. Gruntly was a ball hog. Not only did he refuse to share his toys with his pals Hampshire and Berkshire, but he helped himself to theirs. Gruntly grabbed Yorkie's shoes even though he already had far more shoes than feet. Gruntly hogged things that he didn't even need. And it got worse. Gruntly constantly snuck up behind Woolworth and Cluck to gather more fluff and feathers so he would have the poofiest pillows. If there was a something, Gruntly wanted it all, all for himself. Hampshire, Berkshire, and Yorkie observed one day, saying, What a hog he is! Wise Woolworth said wisely, He bestows new meaning upon that word. Cluck nodded in agreement. She was a chicken of few words. Clearly, Gruntley's companions were fed up with his greediness. One day, Gruntley was skipping along, wolfing down someone else's doughnut and collecting illegal flowers. They were illegal because he did not pay attention to the sign that was posted, Please do not pick the flowers. He continued on and came upon another sign that read, The Parks Department invites you to a treasure hunt on Saturday. Oh, yes, exclaimed Gruntly. A treasure, all for me, he began to sing. Gold up to my belly, silver to my snout, diamonds to my pointy ears, that's what it's all about. Hey! Now, when Saturday came, Gruntly was indeed ready for action. 
The park ranger explained the rules of the treasure hunt to the eager hunters. She said, You will have three clues. I will give you the first clue. If you follow that and the other clues, you'll find a treasure. Ooh, Hampshire, Berkshire, and Yorkie were very excited. A stupendously superb opportunity, observed wise Woolworth. <laughs> Cluck agreed. And over at the starting line, Gruntly hissed, Yes, I'm going to be number one and get all the treasure, all for me and none for all. The park ranger called out the first clue. Go 50 steps, then you will see the... Gruntly cried, See! Yes! Gruntly was in such a hurry to be in the lead, he didn't bother to listen to the end of the clue. As the others headed off to look under the tree, Gruntly was racing toward the sea in the opposite direction. Gruntly did not find any clues. He just got wet. So he slogged back. As he passed the tree, the second clue, which the other hunters had left behind, blew right into his hand. Clue number two read, To find the next clue and make your heart sing, go to the playground, look under the... Again? Greedy Gruntly was so eager to be number one, he skipped listening to the last word. I've got it, he snorted. Wing, look under the wing. So, Gruntly started running behind the birds, lifting their wings, frantically trying to locate the next clue. Several annoyed and squawking birds later, Gruntly gave up the wing idea. He turned and ran in the other direction, and as he hurried past the playground swing, he tripped over the last clue which his companions had tossed in the grass. It read, Clue number three. To find your own treasure, turn left at the frog, and there it will be. Under a... Well, Gruntly quickly tossed the clue on the ground without reading the last word again. He said, I know, I know, I know. Under a hog. And there it will be, under a hog. Yes, that's it, he cried. Gruntly galloped on, zoomed left at the frog, and screeched to a halt. He was surprised to find his companions already sitting on a log. But no time to wonder. It was time for some serious hog-tipping. Gruntly exclaimed, Pardon me. Move it, please. Move it, please. Oh, sorry, Woolworth. Didn't mean you. Excusey. When both of the hogs had been tipped or knocked off the log, with absolutely no treasure beneath them, Gruntly paused and blinked. How could this be? 
No gold, no silver, no diamonds. Wait a minute. Gruntly eyed the little bags the others were clutching. Yes, the group. What you got? The little group backed away. Just, just trail mix, Gruntly. Just our treasures. That's it? Trail mix? Seriously? Gruntly was almost speechless as his mind tried to replace gold, silver, and diamonds that he was dreaming of with trail mix. This was difficult, but he did it. After all, trail mix was rather yummy and crunchy and sweet and delicious. Gruntly replied, I don't suppose there might be some left for me. All for me? Gruntly's fellow treasure hunters feared that he might grab their bags at any moment. They gripped their little bags so tightly they cracked. Then, Cluck, the chicken, strutted forward. She looked gruntly in the eye and she said, Gruntly wondered what she was trying to say. Look? Look where? Cluck pointed her ruffled wing toward the log. There? asked Gruntly. And then Cluck got down on her knees, or whatever chickens get down on, and pointed way low with her beak. Under the log. That's what she meant. Oh, now I get it, Gruntly said. Without even waiting, Gruntly looked under the log and grabbed his treasure, his very own treasure. He was about to dig in. But wait, he noticed something. The others had saved it. No one had touched it or taken it or snatched it or grabbed it or tried to nibble or gobble it or hog it. Gruntly was so moved by his companion's kindness and honesty, there was only one thing to do. Cluck started again. Should he? Would he? Could he? As Gruntly moved closer, Hampshire, Berkshire, and Yorkie hugged their treasures, trembling, still thinking that Gruntly was going to snatch the treasures for himself. Cluck continued to wonder, and Woolworth pulled the wool over his eyes. He couldn't watch. Gruntly looked at his worried companions. The little group took a deep breath. Gruntly just smiled. Almost all for me, but some for all. And to their amazement, Gruntly shared his treasure with all of his companions. Yes, Gruntly, the greedy hog, had discovered the best kind of treasure, many true friends to share with, where all were happy, 
not just one. The end. Now, boys and girls, what do you think the moral of the story is? The lesson Gruntley learned was that true friends are the best kind of treasure. Can you recall the setting of this story, boys and girls? If you remember the countryside or outside the city, you're right. Who's the main character today? That's easy, right? Gruntly, the greedy hog. Do you know now what that word greedy means? It's just like greedy, wanting everything for himself. For instance, he grabbed all the toys, shoes, feathers, and fluff, and he wanted all the treasure when he started the treasure hunt in the park. He was determined to get there first and hog all the treasure. That's why he was in such a hurry. Because he was rushing, he did not listen to the entire clue, missing that last word of each clue. That's what caused his companions to get ahead of him. Do you remember the event that taught Greedy Gruntly this lesson? It was at the end of the story. His friends just took one treasure bag each because the park ranger had each bag labeled with their names and they left Gruntley's bag for him to find. So, being with friends and sharing is one of life's treasures. Remember, when you gather together with friends, figure out a way to share and take turns so that everyone is happy, just like Gruntley and his companions did in the story today. Remember, you can get this book at your local library. The title again is All for Me and None for All by Helen Lester and Lynn Munsinger, published by the Hoot Mifflin Company. I hope you enjoyed the story today. Thanks for joining me. This is Miss Jones signing off until next time. Have a splendid day with many friends.